the Head Versus Heart podcast. So for those of you that don't know me, my name is Jess and I'm an aspiring martial artist. I love to self-reflect, I love to think and this podcast is basically just my stream of consciousness coming out you um just with some thoughts that I've been mulling over and some ideas I want to share this is open discussion feel free to comment on my youtube video um and yeah let me know what you think um today's topic is going to be about perfectionism um so is perfectionism crucial to success in life in jiu-jitsu specifically because I'm going to give an example of how that affected you know, my jiu-jitsu career so far, and I'm also going to touch upon some thoughts I've had whilst not being able to train in quarantine, and how I'm making most of my time in quarantine, so yeah, this podcast is going to be loosely based around these topics, um, but as I said, it's just the free flow of, um, of, of consciousness coming directly from me. Okay, so first of all, let's just begin with um, perfectionism, which ah, I think a lot of us, um, a lot of us experience this. Um, and oh man, I okay. So is perfectionism helpful? to success in life okay so here's my take on this I think perfectionism I mean for some people I think it can take them all the way to the championships and help them achieve all their goals in life right um for some people it really works but it it it's really tricky and there's a very fine line between perfectionism and I would say beating yourself up to the point where you're unable to take action. Now, what I mean by that is uh, perfectionism is when you have a really, really high standard, you know, a really high standard um, for yourself. Let's say I am only going to do jiu-jitsu if I can be a gold medalist in every single competition. And then when I train, um, if I don't achieve that, then I'll just beat myself up because I'm essentially having such high standards because I'm linking my self-worth to those high standards and if I don't achieve it then it starts to get really personal I beat myself up I don't want to do jiu-jitsu anymore because I'm not even thinking about the passion I'm just thinking about how shit I am and 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 that's a distorted view in itself right you're you're just literally just projecting your ego um now like let me just tell you a bit about my story first, so so um, it, it gives you some context. So I fell in love with jiu-jitsu, and it was just so fun, it was so free, I just felt like I was able to express myself, be so creative, and, you know, have no limits, I was just, you know, flowing, and just, yeah, just just so happy. And then, and then, and then, and then, um, so that's me enjoying the present moment, right? If you guys are into feminine masculine energy, that's more of the feminine element, just like going with the flow, and just, you know yeah having fun and then and then I started to put a goal on it I started to think okay now I need to be really serious about jiu-jitsu and I need to achieve 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 and that's when I started to be be in my more masculine energy now I just want to point out that the feminine and masculine energies are like neither are inherently good or bad as in like it's not as if oh 
I should have all the feminine energy and all the masculine energy. No, it's a balance. Like you've got to balance between enjoying every single training session and having fun, but also working towards your goal. Like that's in the back of your mind. But when it's not balanced, what happened was I was so focused on the goal. I didn't even enjoy the day-to-day training. In fact, I didn't even train because here's what happened. So here I am um, as a white belt. I'm just like, you know, really enjoying jiu-jitsu. And I'm like, yeah, I just want to compete because it's fun, you know. And then, um, so I did coffee with Malaysia. And then I got a bronze medal. And I, I went in not even thinking that I wanted to, like, achieve much. As in, like, I was just doing it for fun. But then when I got the bronze medal, afterwards I was like, oh, my God, I could have got the gold. And then, and then in my mind, I just created this, like, massive story. And I just oh man like I just felt so ashamed all of a sudden and the thing thing is with jiu-jitsu what I love about it like like martial arts is the ultimate truth So, so so how you are um when you're in competitions when you're rolling whatever stuff comes out that is the real you. So, so all of us have a shadow side, right? My shadow side was coming out after that competition. I.e. what deep down I thought about myself was that I thought I was a failure. I had low self-esteem. And that really, really came out um, when I thought, oh, I didn't win gold and stuff like that. When my instructor was like, you're not even ready to, to be in a competition. He didn't even advise me to do it, but I just did it for fun. You know, and then ended up getting bronze. So from their perspective, it's completely different to what I'm thinking. But but that really triggered my shadow side, and then, oh, like, jiu-jitsu itself is just jiu-jitsu, but me, my ego, it just, like, projected everything onto it, so, like, in my mind, there was a bronze medal, and I was happy for it to a certain extent, but then the more I thought about it, the more my ego was thinking, oh, Jess, like, you do really bad, this and this, you could have got gold, you're not good enough, and that's the thing, um, this whole self-love journey um you're not born with and I don't think you can blame anyone like you can't blame your parents like saying oh they didn't love me enough I think it's just a human condition like we're imperfect and we have to work through this um and ultimately become like a benevolent unconditional loving human being that's compassionate to everyone you know like the enlightened um sages like I that like is 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 the path that we are all undergoing right and 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 martial arts is an amazing like uh i guess the mirror is a good time just to be able to observe your shadow self and and be able to see how you're progressing spiritually as well not just um physically in your skills anyway i digress what was i going to say oh my god i lost the train of thought um so yeah that was me projecting my ego and stuff um and yeah it it really brought out that dark side like but and it was really triggering and i think that's important for all of us like we are all on this journey of self love whether we believe it or not um you know without knowing you'll if you end up in a bad relationship and then afterwards you look at it or you look back at yourself and you're like how the heck did i let myself be treated like that it, it, that's that's the journey of self-love and um same with beating yourself up at the gym like like yeah my first competition the one before the Copa de Malaysia one I was against a blue belt and yeah I did it for fun I didn't care um but yeah afterwards I felt like I was a failure too um 
actually oh, I wanted to do it, I wanted to prove I was tough and after that I was like yeah I don't need to prove anything because um she got my arm and armbar and then she snapped it and everyone could hear it in the in you know in the crowd um yeah so that was nogi and that was with against the blue belt as well so yeah like like I'm glad I did that early on because I just learned from there like then and there that I don't need to prove myself um and I don't want to get any injuries it's not about accumulating injuries because here's the thing that I see in the MMA world a lot is people 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 like wear injuries like a badge of honor right um and I totally get that mentality it's like it's almost like you're proving to yourself that you're tough, that you've done enough and that you've trained. And um, so when I was new to all of this, I mean, I am a beginner still, but when I when I first like joined the gym, I was really excited. I would just train so many sessions, like four sessions in one row and I'll just be shadow boxing, doing my own drills. And then people at the gym told me to stop training, but I was just doing it for fun and just like, yay, like this is so fun. And the thing is the people at the gym, like they have experience and and, and um they knew that like you shouldn't overtrain because there's there's a line um between efficient training and and, and ineffective training, you know. But for me I was just doing it for fun. So then when I started to be more serious about it then I'm like okay now I've got to train strategically it's not just about fun anymore like um let's say jiu-jitsu I love jiu-jitsu but I actually feel like I can't do gi oh, it's kind of it's kind of sad because I love gi but I'm actually gonna have to like not do gi because I want to do MMA so I've got to do no gi focus on that and yeah I just have to focus so I think I've I'll negotiate with myself and say I'll, I'll do gi when once I retire from training um yeah I love the gi but but yeah if we're on about focus then no gi no gi no gi anyway um I digress so what I want to say about the perfectionism is that I think that's a form of motivation that includes beating yourself up to get to a goal um and by the way when I got the bronze medal and I was thinking oh I should have got gold um oh, like I didn't go back to the gym I was so ashamed I didn't even go back to the gym because I was so in my head about it and that's where perfectionism can be really dangerous because when if you um lose steam of you know going like beating yourself up and using that to drive you forward if if you become someone who beats himself up and and then goes backwards i.e you can really slip down dark depression and, and go the other way so so what i want to say is using perfectionism as a motivation it can either propel you forward or backwards but i would say in the long run like it's, it's not a reliable way to motivate yourself forward because you can very easily go backwards in, in a very unhappy place and I don't think it's good at all for your mental health to attach your self-worth to something external and I think perfectionism also um is related to yeah extrinsic motivation so yeah beating yourself up like you know the carrot and stick rule having a punishment and and forcing yourself to do something right like it's very 
like brute like that that's more of the masculine energy um masculine way of doing things right just like like train until you get injuries push until you can't push anymore um whether that's like effective or efficient i i personally don't think so um and i think there's definitely balance needed but that's what i've observed so far and whenever i am a perfectionist or something I overthink it and then I don't even like I said I didn't even turn up to the gym and then like because I was just felt so ashamed but the thing is that's that's my shadow side that's my ego attaching itself to jiu-jitsu jiu-jitsu has always been the jiu-jitsu is like the greatest thing ever and like it's never judged me for anything like like it, it's just there like it's just a reflection of how I'm feeling because it's bringing out all of all of my insecurities let's say um Okay, let's say we something creative like YouTube. It's it's not as obvious, I don't think. Um, it's not as obvious because art's really personal. Whereas with jujitsu, there's there's kind of a set curriculum. So, and when and when someone like assesses you, or, or tells you you're good or bad at this, it's it's it, it's like a standardized. Um, level of white belt and blue belt you know it's not really that personal whereas if you were perfectionist in your art then that's a bit different because it's hard to kind of gauge your level if if you understand what i mean uh, whereas acquiring skills in jiu-jitsu like it's it, it can be really objective like it, it's not a big thing to like worry about um like your ego doesn't even have to be involved like Whereas with art, I think it can be really, really personal at times and it can be hard to detach your ego from art, I feel. Um, that's just my perspective anyway. Um, feel free to comment below. Um, anyway, so, yes. Yeah, so what I want to talk about following on from that is, okay, so let's say perfectionism helps you achieve all of your goals. Let's just say that, for example. Um and you and you did that by beating yourself up but always like saying in your head okay that's not good enough try harder but always saying to yourself um you can do more and then when you achieve a goal say you become champion you become the gold medalist you're like oh yeah okay i'm gonna do more i can do more and and you're still beating yourself up right you still even if you won you might even be looking at your footage and just like be criticizing yourself the whole time um, yeah, even if you won the championship, you'd just be beating yourself up, like, because of that perfectionism, and because of that perfectionism that got you to where you were, you're attached to it, like, if you don't beat yourself up, then, like, will you still be able to achieve the goals, that perfectionism has been part of your success, so, so, so you have, you have to have it in your life, otherwise, if, what if, like, you let go of it, will you still be able to achieve as much as you did, right, now, here's where I want to add, another point which is okay that perfectionism if that perfectionism gave you all of that success that's when we can define what is success and um i think a lot of us have had this insight maybe whilst in quarantine but okay so what i've come to terms with is that success to me is is being happy like it's actually that simple and the thing is, if you're beating yourself up, um, once you've, you know, won the championship, once you've won the gold medal, like, are you actually happy? Is that actually success? Like, does perfectionism 
lead to unhappiness is what I'm trying to ask. If you're beating yourself up, you know, throughout your whole career to achieve little goals and then you reach the end goal and you still beat yourself up and you're like, okay, yay, I, I became champion or yay, I don't know, um, yay, I became the CEO or yay, I became a billionaire, right? Say if you're like that and then, and you still beat yourself up because that's just what you've learned um, that's what's comfortable and that's how you achieve success so so you're like oh criticizing everything like you did that day or, or whatever you still feel like shit then yeah are you even happy is that even successful and and, and that, that's the thing that I'm starting to realize that um like I've really had a look at my perfectionist tendencies and I like, that is just an ego story of, you know, having to beat yourself up to achieve a goal. What if you just loved yourself and you loved, you know, to do what you're doing and you let that love push you through the obstacles instead of letting you, instead of letting the perfectionism push you through? So then when you achieve your goals, you're just in this loving state and you were happy all along, right? You were happy all along. And then when you achieve the goal, it's just like, wow, this is like amazing. This is the icing on the cake. And then you're like... Uh, it's like it's almost like day and night the two different experiences um if you guys have experience of achieving goals and you know experiencing goal achievement through perfectionism or through you know joy and passion then let me know because i'm i'm really trying to change my approach to the way i execute things because let me let me put this out there like if you're not happy now if you're not happy with yourself now, you're not going to be happy when you achieve that gold medal, when you become that champion, when you become a billionaire, when you become a millionaire, when you um, have a family. Like, you're not going to be happy. That's just, that's chasing the future. And, and, and that's what this quarantine is really like taught me that's probably the biggest insight is that I am choosing happiness and by the way nothing in my surrounding has changed at all like nothing like you know early in my YouTube videos when I was really I was so depressed I was like ugh, like really really low pay place like this has been the lowest time of my life I've been like through several depressive ruts and um so ugh, Man, it's been, it's, it's been absolutely, absolutely crazy. And um, I guess the main message I want to say to you guys is, is nothing really matters. Like, that, like, the goals, they are good. They are the direction you need to go. That's your path. But the moment is now. So you're going you need to walk that path sure you you know what direction you're going but you appreciate the moment now you're never going to get this moment again and and just be happy now like oh, like if you're happy now everything's fine I don't know if this even makes sense to you guys but but this is this is how Oh, man, like, I okay, when dreams were closed, I was so angry, like, I was really depressed, I was just fed up of, yeah, staying at home, and for me, 
me tying my self-worth to MMA and Jiu-Jitsu, okay, with my perfectionist tendencies, what did that mean when the gyms were closed? I couldn't progress and then I felt like shit, like, I, like my ego was just like creating all these stories and it was going mad, like, uh, it just felt no hope and it was really, really tough. Um, and the thing is right now, nothing's changed my external but except for my mindset. And I would argue that's that's the most valuable tool that you need to freaking train and shape and look after is your mind and the way you think. Like this is your self-defense, okay? Your self-defense in life. When 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 shit happens to you, when problems arise, this is what's gonna help you problem solve your mind. So I've been I've been trying to think about, you know, what is life? So some people like I've read a quote saying, Oh, life is a mystery, it's not a problem to be solved. Now um, on one hand, I do think life is a problem to be solved in the sense that, well, let's say the problem solving part is to do with your mindset. So you have to have like a good mindset to tackle life's problems. OK, um, let's just say on the day to day, you have to have a good mindset because literally how you react is going to change your reality. Like the way you think, the way you interpret an event is, is how you change how you change your reality. So let's say quarantined right in the beginning, hated it, couldn't train, really pissed off, like, oh my god, how am I gonna progress in jiu-jitsu or MMA? Oh my god, I'm a failure, like, oh my god, like 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 panic, fear, all the ego worries all coming out, like just like anger, all the human emotion, feeling depressed, um, being reactive, all of that stuff. And then track of thought so there was all of that coming through okay now now <laughs> okay i would say i've experienced an ego death and like had a spiritual awakening that's how i i interpret this for you guys that have experienced the same maybe you would call it something else but this is my belief so so after my whole ego death and spiritual awakening jiu-jitsu gyms are still closed you know how i see it now I'm like, oh my god, this is a perfect opportunity for me to self-reflect on jiu-jitsu. Okay, I'm actually focused on how to improve my game. And to be honest, I wasn't even focused on evaluating my game. All of us was just turning up to gyms. I went to gi classes, for God's sake, doing lasso guard and stuff like that. That I'm not going to use in MMA. Now I'm like, shit, I'm going to watch DVDs of the best jiu-jitsu instructor, i.e. Danaher learn escapes because that's the most effective thing to do for a beginner focus on wrestling and jiu-jitsu because that's most important mma starting out instead of doing muay thai you know what i mean i'm doing i'm doing things with purpose and intent and that's going to get me way further than if i was just like cruising along when gyms were open so so you know what i'm just like wow this quarantine time is just like dope man like i'm actually able to improve and i'm doing solo drills at home and i've got so many things that i want to try on the training partner when i get back to the gym and I'm, I'm i'm not worried at all because yeah i'm just in a complete different mindset i'm not in fear um i'm also meditating a lot more i feel a lot more present um i'm also a lot more relaxed so i think one of the things that we can all agree is that 
you know, being angry and trying to force something doesn't work. Like, like life works in cycles, life ebbs and flows. Like, you know, you know, Bruce Lee says be like water. It, it's like that. You just gotta, you gotta go with the flow. Um, and this, this might be really hard for some of you guys to do. And I honestly believe that quarantine is really, for, it's actually, it's kind of for, I'm not gonna say forces in like, I had to be forced overnight but it's more like it, it kind of it's really worn on me it's really like how to say it like quarantine really kind of helped me shed my ego and then like I really had to let go uh, because I was just so sick of feeling depressed and I really had to surrender and and now I'm just like okay let's see what life throws at me let's see what surprises there are and you know I'm enjoying like things that come to me um because the thing is we actually have no control like you have a goal but you're not you don't know exactly when and how it's going to manifest so so why waste that energy trying to force things you know, you, you, you do your best, like, say with the law of attraction, you ask for what you want, you put it out to the universe, and then you let it go, and the thing is, when you let it go, it's still in the back of your mind, but you don't worry about it, because you know it's coming, you know it's going to happen, so, so that's how I see goals, like, say if you have a goal of being the best sprinter in the world, that's in the back of your mind, you're not going to worry about it, you already know that's going to happen, you know, like, you don't worry about when, like it could be 10 years, it could be five years, you don't worry when, but you know you're gonna, you, you know you're gonna be the best sprinter, and then you just, okay, here's the thing, so that that's the masculine energy about having a goal, here's the thing, the feminine energy is day-to-day, okay, so maybe the unbalanced feminine energy would just be literally just like, living really really day to day but with no direction right and then the really masculine energy without the feminine energy is just completely going for your goal but being too but not enjoying the moment okay maybe that's the perfectionism tendency if you're too masculine but the balance is like okay i have this masculine energy and i'm towards this goal and it's in the back of my mind best sprint in the world and you know the feminine energy i'm going to pair that together to create like a balanced life so the feminine energy is like look I'm just going to enjoy the moment, day to day, the the main goal in life is just have fun, enjoy it, make the most out of it, so if, you know, if you're having fun every day, but, you know, by the time you get to your goal, it's just the same thing, like, you're still having fun, like, that's the whole point of life, you're not going to let 10 years or 5 years slip away by um, putting yourself through pain, beating yourself up, and you get to the goal, and it's not actually as as great as you thought it was, because you put it on a pedestal, like it's almost it's an illusion that's what it is and yeah so through quarantine I've learned how to balance the masculine feminine energy and with the feminine energy what I mean is taking it day by day and here's what I've been doing is I literally have stickers so every time I, um, so I'm trying to, say if I build a habit, right, I'm trying to build a habit of meditation, every time I meditate I put a sticker next to the date in my calendar, and, and I just start off with one goal, it can be as small as five minutes, so I just put a sticker, and then I like to see visually how I, I'm collecting stickers, like say seven days in one row, 20 days in one row, like it, it looks really nice visually, and you know, I don't want to break the streak, and it looks cool, um, so today's my complete day off, so I'm not doing any like shadow wrestling, shadow grappling, but I'm still meditating, so, yeah, depending on what habits you want to build, like, you can 
you know, have one day break, but the whole point is to keep a chain of um, stickers for the habits you are going to build. And that's what I mean by taking it day by day, like making the most out of each day and enjoying it. Um, and, and for me, that's been, honestly, I'm like, I'm so happy. Like I'm happier than I've ever been before in my life. And I actually can't even, like, uh, like nothing has actually changed in the external. It's just the internal, like it's absolutely crazy. Um, that I'm even able to say that but but honestly happiness is a choice it's a frame of mind like you can interpret any situation you want if you're always interpreting if you're always interpreting a situation as a good thing it will always be a good thing it's like if someone um, okay let me give you an example of of me. Okay, let me give you an example. So let's say I'm at home, right? And I bought this new skateboard and I put it downstairs and then my mum moved it. Okay, so I can interpret this in two ways. Okay, one, my mum moved my skateboard. Two, oh my gosh, she moved my skateboard. Like, why does she always have to move my things? Oh my gosh, she's trying to control me. This is so annoying. She always, you know, tells me I shouldn't be, do skateboarding because it's dangerous. Oh, she's trying to control me, control me what I want to do, and this and this and this. She doesn't support my martial arts anyway. Like, she wants to control how I live my life. Da, 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 da. Okay, you see the difference? Like, one is just a matter of fact, seeing objectively. The other is is my ego story his thing our ability to interpret events positively or objectively really has to do with our ego and our stories that we have um until you shed those ego stories then you can easily be triggered back into negativity and depression so in the case of my mom with my skateboard, I had an underlying feeling of anger, um, sadness, um, all different feelings, right, towards my mom and like the way I felt like I was being controlled and I was projecting it onto that specific situation. Now, here's the thing. If you have feelings that you don't process, what's going to happen is you're going to project. You're going to project, project, project. Okay, so so let me give you another example. Let's say you are making friends with. Let's say you're really insecure about people. Um, or let's let's say you're insecure with. Uh, okay, let's say you're insecure with the opposite sex. Let's say you're going insecure with girls, right? And then you um you say hi to this girl at the gym and you like like or whatever, and then she doesn't see you. But in your mind, you thought she blanked you completely because she doesn't like you. If you're already insecure about girls, you're going to take that really personally. You're going to be like, oh, girls never like me anyway. Like, oh, I'm just so shit at, at like, dating. Like, oh, I'll never get a girlfriend. But the girl, she might not have even seen you. Let's say she wasn't even wearing glasses and she couldn't see you. And, like, she, yeah, she just didn't see you. And it's nothing personal, right? But if, if you have your insecurities, if your ego is, like, got a story then you're going to interpret events differently. And deeper along that, there's probably a story of you being rejected 
in the past um like some feeling of rejection sadness abandonment that you haven't processed so you're carrying it around with you um but it's unprocessed but you're carrying it around almost like an ego shield it's all it's almost like a protection because if we have an ego protecting us then no one can hurt us right because we've got a story like like if she really did reject you well you're just going to be like oh yeah well like you know i'm never going to get a girlfriend anyway and it's not that personal does that make sense <laughs> either way what, what i want to say is like once you understand that, once you understand that your reaction to events is, is your your literal projection and your ego story is your ego um telling you how to react. When really if you if you get rid of the ego, the way you react to things is positive. You put you're positive underneath all of that. Like once you is I think once you process all of your negative emotions, you realise how much love and light you have. And then when when things happen to you, let's say um, say I'm making a video on YouTube, right, someone writes a nasty comment, I just see that as, as, as them projecting their ego onto me, that's all it is, the, 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 I probably triggered them, maybe like I reminded them of someone, or I said something um, that triggered their ego, and they're just projecting on me, it's not personal to me, so it works both ways, I hope you guys are following me, maybe I'm not explaining this well, but when I realise that a lot of the time I'm reacting and it's my ego, then when people react to you, you know it's their ego. When someone, like, says something um, hateful to you, let's say, like, you know, a lot of fighters that have a lot of, like, haters. I mean, a lot of successful people have haters, right? Um, and, and a lot of these haters, they literally, they go on the internet and they vent and they're probably jealous and that's that's their own insecurities projecting and if anything the people that have a lot of hate and are projecting that they're suffering a lot themselves people that are like really loving and have cleared that negative energy and have processed those negative emotions they are very compassionate and objective and they see the truth for what it is like that person is just saying that because they are this it doesn't mean it's true so yeah, another another benefit of this whole uh, quarantine thing is like nothing is actually personal to you. Um, a lot of the time, people are talking out of their ego, and if they were talking out of their soul, i.e., their true self, they will be so loving and and patient and kind and compassionate. And I think ultimately, that's that's where we're all headed. Like that's our path. Like life will teach us lessons, and you can either be hardened getting more of the ego be a dickhead or you know just be in that pain and not resolve it and, and become you can be cynical like you can really go into your dark side as i definitely experienced like when i was really low this year like yeah just feeling really hopeless um i mean i wouldn't say dickhead but like feeling very hopeless like and being in a dark negative energy um, you know, and you go through life lessons again and again, being in this dark energy until the point where you're fed up and you want to change, or until you have something in you, that life force that triggers you to wake up, and and then you you step into this 
energy that's just not bound by your ego, you know. Um, but also being compassionate for people that are in a dark place because you were once there too, and it's all a journey. So yeah, oh, man, honestly, quarantine has been such a—it's been a hell of a time, but. I, yeah, I believe that everything happens um, for a reason and everything has perfect timing and yeah, I yeah, I don't think we actually have control over things, like things just happen, um, things happen in the right time and the only thing we can do is control our minds, so just be grateful, be happy, be, be loving, be peaceful and yeah. Honestly, I'm so happy now. It's actually crazy. Like, oh man. Like, this time last year, I used to think so much. Um, and I watched The Matrix today. Oh my god. It just tied everything together. And, um,. One of the things um, that I took away from the movie is that you're not meant to know the path, you just walk the path. It's the same thing with the universe, you just, just, just walk your path. You don't have to know the details, when, where, how. Just walk it, just live. Just live your life, just walk it. Just every day, do something and walk it. Um, and when I say do something, it doesn't even need to be like, I need to achieve everything in one day. It's more like small steps. Like, um, when successful people say that every day is literally just pretty boring. It's just... Training. I mean, if you can't train now, then, you know, watching DVDs, like practicing solo drills, shadow grappling, shadow wrestling if you do MMA or if you only do striking and then shadow boxing um, it's just daily habits and it's nothing is glamorous each day and it's a culmination of those habits that create success so if anything it's actually cold if anything quarantine is a great time to build habits And you know what, like, I've actually just got used to being bored, as in, like, it, it's, it's actually a blessing, because everything's closed, and it's like, well, I, I can watch Dan her DVDs, like, I, I can solo do, I can train uh, in my, at home, and I've got loads of things to study, I've got loads of fights to watch, like, actually there's no distractions that's that that's a good thing right so you can take this opportunity now um in quarantine if you're not training to one self-reflecting your training you, know, you can look back at clips you can think about how effective are you in training um because there's a difference between training for fun versus effective training and like i know oh, i definitely just train for fun and like i need to you know, focus on if it's efficient or not, which is what this quarantine can help you, like, you know, reflect on, and then, you know, you can, you, there's nothing stopping you from watching stuff online, like, back in the day when people were training, like, your instructor, right, 
um, back in the day when they're training, they probably had to use like VHS tapes to watch stuff, and it probably would took ages to deliver to the house. Like now, you can just you know, order BJJ fanatics. You can watch online. You can watch on YouTube clips. It's just so easy, right? We take that for granted. Um, what else can you be doing to improve the game? Um, you can actually also just watch matches um but i think one of the most important things is like if you don't feel motivated to do any of them and you're depressed then for people also that don't do jujitsu one of the important things you can do now to benefit your life is to learn how to cope with adversity and to learn how to get out of depression like for me like i've got all the tools now I, I know that like whatever like life throws at me I know that I have the tools to get out again because like this has been like actually the most challenging um time in my life so far so like I have the confidence to be able to get out of a situation uh, mentally if if that was to happen again so if there is a takeaway from this it is that Now, for those of you that don't feel like doing anything, that's fine. That's that actually. That's actually fine. Like, just it's literally you take take it one day at a time. Like when I was feeling more depressed, all I wanted to do is just get out of the bed every single day. Like that's just that was a success. Just getting out of the bed and feeling a bit of motivation to carry on. You know, like if that's where you're at, then that's where you're at. That's totally cool. Um, Another thing I did when I was feeling really low is I was watching a drama called The Handmaid's Tale and it's like a dystopian drama but either way the main character she doesn't have a lot of freedom and she's very confined and you know it's like um I guess well yeah there's a, definitely a parallel between that and versus you know the way we might feel in quarantine right now so watching that made me feel relieved because I have more freedom than her I'm not I have more freedom than her than her I'm not being tortured not being physically like punished and I, I do have the freedom to you know go out for a walk and have the freedom to say what I want um whereas in The Handmaid's Tale like yeah she had a really cruel reality so that gave me some comfort and that gave me some some feelings of inner freedom and another book I have to recommend, a book I have to recommend, it's called The Man, Man's Search for Meaning, so that's about a, um, I can't, you know, I'm going to butcher this description, but let me try, so this is about a psychoanalyst called Viktor Frankl, and he's the one that, he's one of the major founders of um, psychotherapy, along with Sigmund Freud, and I've forgotten who else. Oh my god. Anyways, the whole point is he is a is a really big pioneer in psychology, and he he one of his like burning desires was to survive the concentration camps, um, to be able to get his manuscript out to the world, which he successfully did so, and he wrote about it in his book called Man's Search for Meaning. So, for those of you guys that are looking for a book, that's a really good book to be able to give you perspective and to help you appreciate what you do have um so that was definitely something that I did um do when I felt really low and here's the thing you just want to gain momentum 
you just literally like as i said take it one one day at a time okay yeah and like and 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 when you do that slowly you gain momentum and you can get onto the stickers and like creating daily habit of meditating later because if that's overwhelming it's overwhelming you don't want to um force yourself too much you don't want to push yourself too hard because when you do that then you'll go back into another depressive rut which like i've literally been back and forth so much um so yeah um but and by the way i i i i've been doing the daily habit thing for like i mean it only took me like 21 days and i was literally even like listening to like self-love affirmations doing that for 21 days like completely changed my mindset or being um grateful for 21 days that could that really really helped me gain momentum so so you know the more you do things the more momentum you get and, and you can really just lift your vibration and just like make the most out of life you know and making most out of life is not even about doing more things it's just being present and, and feeling happy now that's what i think the most making the most out of life is is having fun it's not even about how many things I did today. It's like how I felt that day. Um, anyways, so yeah, depending on what stage you're at, um, means you can do different things. And by the way, keep trying different things. Like what I just said might not work for you because it's what worked for me. And that's okay. As long as you keep trying, as long as you know, get out of the bed every day and you know you have like even that 1% um will to like live and get out of the bed that's that's an achievement in itself that day you know um if you are feeling really depressed and i totally get where you're coming from and how it feels and by the way don't just ignore people that don't understand how you feel because they're just going to trigger you even more into depression because a lot of people gaslight you and be like oh why are you even depressed like you have everything this and this and this like and they'll just laugh at you or just like tell you to just man up or whatever but just ignore those people they're not they're they're not healthy for your mental health um like um okay last thing i'm gonna leave you guys with is um so i touched upon it earlier about you know how if you don't process negative emotions then you're going to react to certain things and because you've and also because you've got an ego story you've got a backstory to everything because you've got all these insecurities and your ego is just your shadow side is reacting and you're not really realizing right and then this quarantine has like brought the shadow side right in your face and you have to deal with it you have to you have to solve this problem okay um so so there's that to work with and then you end up in depression because you, you're trying to deal with your shadow side right so what one of the ways to be able to deal with the shadow side and really process the negative emotions once you're literally swimming in it i.e depression um <sighs> Because when I was depressed, I was literally trying to keep my head above water every day. Like, that's how I felt. Literally just trying to survive. Um, one of the things you can do is just let yourself feel the negative emotions. Let yourself feel it. And it, it, you know what it's like? It's like, you know, when I, I could, <laughs> when I learned how to dive for the first time, it was really scary. And, like, uh, I kind of flopped when I was jumping in the pool. But afterwards, like, I started to get used to it. And it's the same, I think, with um i guess swimming in your negative feelings right just just dive, deep dive and let yourself feel it um for me personally like i tried different therapies and um there's one that helped me 
what that made me feel safe and I was able to like cry but you you find your own thing that helps you cry and release but either way don't ignore the negative emotions like let's say you're perfectionist in jiu-jitsu and you feel shit because the gym clothes or write down how you actually feel like like look at google online emotional wheel um that might be a bit complicated but just google what i'm like some emotions you might have um more than you realize so there might be jealousy you might be jealous of other people training and getting ahead um which by the way emotions aren't bad like don't judge yourself emotions are just emotions if you suppress your emotions that's just going to harm you even more because this you're going to feel negative just feel it okay and when you feel it you don't give power to it when you feel it it actually goes like if i admit that i feel jealous of people progressing then i'm not ashamed about it that's the thing there's another word ashamed feeling ashamed you make you feel ashamed that you didn't achieve as much as you could have you didn't achieve your goals this year okay admit that okay you feel sad you feel sad that you weren't able to achieve um you feel let down by yourself you feel disappointed like all of the literally you probably you might even have 10 or 50 negative emotions that you can list out based on your experience in jiu-jitsu experience in quarantine i mean and there's probably a lot a lot to process anger as well like look honestly i think as a society we don't even deal with anger like i, I know for a fact that me um you know, I have a lot of aggression that I like to let out in training. And, like, anger is something that I've never even sat down to really feel. But when you when you start to recognise your emotions and you're like, okay, I, felt really, I feel really angry, just like, what, this is so unfair. You, you start to f- feel it in your body and you can let it go. And this is the whole process. Like, you won't just, like, sit down one day, write all your negative emotions and then just be gone the next day. It's, it's a whole freaking journey. And... Anger's a good thing, by the way. Anger actually tells you when you're being wronged and it helps you stand up for yourself. Like, if someone crosses your boundary, you have a right to be angry. That is good because that's your body or your intuition going, no, I will not tolerate that. Or no, that's unfair. So don't look at your your emotions as a bad thing. They're, they're, here to, they're, here. they're here to help you and guide you and be patient with yourself as well. That's the thing. Self-compassion. Be patient self-love and all this stuff like (sighs) man okay so i'm just gonna end it here because i think i've really just gone off topic (laughs) well all of it's leading to the same thing because um i think i really truly believe that in quarantine if you shed your ego you self-reflect you really Shed those ego stories, dig deep down, dive into those negative emotions, shed those ego stories and then actually become who you are, i.e. this compassionate, benevolent being that's just so beautiful and just so free and loving and become someone who lives through the soul versus the ego. This is the head versus heart like thing that's on my podcast. If you do that, then when you go back into training, you're going to be completely different. Why? Because you're not going to have the perfectionist mindset of, okay, today... Um, if I don't do this, I fail, this and this, no, you you see, you see jiu-jitsu through love, you see MMA through love, and, man, I was, I was reading something online, and it, and, um, I was searching, you know, 
what do the greatest athletes have in common and this time in quarantine is really going to help you shape that mindset to help you perform better okay that's if you if you let let it happen if, if you choose to sit in your ego then and beat yourself up you'll just go down perfectionist route and you know perfectionist route is achievement based on what other people think you know achieving um because you want to impress other people it's all ego related but it shift your mindset and some of the greatest people that have achieved um their goals um what i read online is that they're they're fueled by the passion and love for their sport or the, the industry and they see their their mistakes or let's say their failures or it's not even like a detrimental thing that defines their whole self-worth and existence it's just oh this is a challenge um how am i going to navigate this oh this is so you know cool and fun and, and and they let the passion like shine through everything and drive them forward so to me like reading that like it really just like brings it all together and right now let me just dial it down to the smallest thing right now if you're feeling depressed and you're feeling low honestly if you work on your self-love and you build your confidence and you're able to get off this depression i guarantee you that you will go back to the gym as a better person because let's say in the future touch wood if you get another injury or if you get an injury if you, if you can't train you'll be able to use the very same skills you learn in quarantine to bounce yourself back out um wash up an injury or whatever and being able to learn self-love is such a big deal because then you can overcome setbacks and challenges a lot easier because it's not nothing's personal to you by the way if you lost a jiu-jitsu match or you only got bronze only got silver jiu-jitsu is not saying to your face oh you're shit like no that's your ego but once you're able to transcend the ego a lot of good things will come to you and life will flow a lot more freely and i believe that will affect other areas of your life too it's not just oh jiu-jitsu will be smoother and like yeah jiu-jitsu will be smoother why because you're not just being so perfectionist about it you're just going with the flow even rolling um you'll probably enjoy it more and turn up more you'll be more just in the zone and then other areas of your life you, you won't worry as much or try and force things you'll just be in the zone so anyways yeah <sighs> i hope you guys are okay in quarantine right now so that's just my two cents my perspective on how i've been coping with not training um how i'm feeling and ultimately yeah yeah just sharing with you guys how i'm really able to just enjoy 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 life right now enjoy life right now yeah so yeah guys do not swim against the current okay just go with the flow if your gym's closed your gym's closed you might even just need to take a break like quarantine might just be a sign from the universe to take a break and chill a lot of us might feel guilty about this because of the hustle culture right now in society oh if you don't work then you're lazy this and this and this and that's something you can actually reflect upon like if that is true for you which you know i think it's pretty much true for for all of us um are you working to distract yourself okay right now you can't work what stuff has come up what were you avoiding 
like sometimes taking a pause is actually really beneficial because it can actually help us go forwards in the right direction or maybe you have to do a complete u-turn okay so honestly i i hope you guys also believe that whatever's happening to you right now is for reason and it's for the best of your higher self um I'm just going to leave you with this thought and let you ponder over it, which is, what if the universe was doing everything to conspire for the best? Okay, that does not make sense. <laughs> let me rephrase this. So what if the universe was doing everything they could? What if the universe was conspiring to bring the best to you? What if every single thing that happened in your life was for the benefit of you okay i want you to just think about that maybe just have one day where you just interpret every single event as as the best thing that happened to you oh you i missed the bus that day oh, oh i'm gonna walk now oh wait i had such a good walk like, i ended up listening to this audiobook and then i got this insight oh um i wasn't able to buy you know chocolate that day they ran out oh instead i discovered this new thing or ate an apple instead you know think about how everything is happening for reason and for the highest good of yourself <laughs> does that make sense so yeah i'm gonna leave you that positive thought and i wish you guys all the best um if you're watching this on youtube leave a comment down below um i love to hear your thoughts and have a little discussion going on and i will see you in the next podcast